0: Welcome to Starkville's House of episode 179, for the Smallville season premiere conclusion event, extravaganza, other adjectives of Guardian. Uh, but I guess we'll, in, in addition to post-gaming, we're also covering chapters 11 and 12, because we haven't recorded those yet. I'm Derek. And I'm the original creator of Warrior Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Steve. Steve Glossen with us. We are the uh, uh, official Volvo podcast of the two thousand twelve Summer Olympics. Somebody,
1: somebody had to be, right?
0: <laughs> it's pretty much just whoever claims it first. <laughs>
1: so it's like it's, it's like, it's like the land grab of like the of the late eighteen hundreds. You just planted your flag and kept going.
0: I stuck I mean, we're it. right up there with like McDonald's and Visa guys. <laughs> We do have... uh, I'm working on a contract for Morgan Freeman to be doing our commercials (laughs) as we speak. The third voice you hear with us tonight is, of course, Mr. Brian Q. Miller.
1: Get out of my
0: ears. I'm sorry. We'll stay on this side of the microphone. (laughs) How badass would it be if you just came on listening to you and there's Morgan Freeman? (laughs) talking? It's a story of a boy (laughs) who grew to be a man. And then that boy... Mm. I think Brian's got better points than you on that one, Steve. I'm sure he does. <laughs> so, although Steve had a, a twinge of Southern in there, so it made up for it just a little bit. Uh, I'm,
1: from, I'm from the Southern. I don't really have... Where are
0: you from? Uh, just
1: outside of New Orleans, actually.
0: I did not know that. Yeah. You don't even pronounce that right. <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans, bro. New Orleans. Oh, I think I took one of Steve's index card questions away from it you did oh my
1: god
0: he's down to two that's
1: all he I, I was led to believe this would be a professional conversation no, You don't really you, understand what's happening you, anymore you were led okay well first question
0: who led you to believe that <laughs> <laughs> oh man so we're we're here we're friday today was the release of chapter 12 of guardian and brian right out of the gate i don't you know i don't want to ever be accused of kissing your butt or anything but this was some of the best comic book I've read ever today. Oh, thanks.
1: Thank you very much. I told much. Derek
0: Way to go not kissing his ass.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>.
0: <laughs> Derek and I I'd really hate to hear it if you were kissing his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Derek called me this afternoon to kind of make sure we were still a go for tonight and everything. And and I said, So he said, Did you read it? I'm like, dude, best comic, best issue ever. <laughs> and and he agreed. Um so there you go yeah I, thanks
1: for joining us everybody. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> all right. it's been fun I'll see you in four months
0: um no I, you know you kind of downplayed this the other day when we were talking and you were like, well, it's just pretty much monta you know typical smallville season premiere last scene kind of stuff but I, I really was digging this more than I have uh, even the past few weeks, even with all the action everything I just uh, the dynamic between Superman and lex. Um, I told I told Steve what sold it for me was you see two guys repairing something. When the hell do you ever see that on Smallville? <laughs> There's two guys fixing a window <laughs> mere hours after it's shattered. So We
1: don't have to worry about paying for extras now. <laughs> so we can have as many people as we want fixing windows.
0: <laughs> it never made sense for Rosenbaum to fix his own window. We never <laughs> Nobody ever believed that.
1: Just have him in some coveralls and some gaffer's tape. and
0: Well, that's what Otis is for. That is what Otis is that's, for. I love Otis. I, I know you do, and I'm so happy. Well, now, 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 Brian, you mentioned you don't you don't have to pay extras and that sort of thing. You know that leads just quickly into a question for the uninitiated, for people who are who are listening to this, and this is really one of the first comics they've ever read. What is what is the biggest difference between writing for a TV show and then and then turning around and you having it on your shoulders to write for the comic here?
1: Um, I mean, it's, it's the the biggest difference is being alone. Mm -hmm. Um, just because the show, you know, between individuals and teams on the writing staff, there were times when we had as many as like 13 heads around the table. So it's, you know, it's certainly a, you know, a gigantic change in, you know, pace and approach to just kind of be doing it totally solo, you know, with my dogs nipping at my heels. But, um, so that's, I think the biggest one, um, and then aside from that i kind of write it exactly the same i mean the the bigger difference i think is that with the tv stuff and you're you know interacting with a director or your you know your props people or your director of photography you kind of convey to them everything that you want to get across in the scene and then they take it and they run with it and talk to the actors and then the actors then bring their own skill set to it and you know do inflection and facial expressions and you know the acting and literally all of that falls onto one person who is your artist.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and and to an extent, the inker the, the and the colorist as well, because certainly that's not to devalue the rest of the art team, but my direct line of communication is with the, the penciler. Um, and then, you know, as things come in, we do notes back and forth with the color team and the ink team. But um, so it's, it's certainly a much smaller operation. You know, yeah. it's... Um, and in In that regard, it's much more stressful actually so um, but it's still just as fun it's yeah. just as fun to do it you know and in when we can we can do more with with the drawing you know with the with the comic stuff it's just a matter of you know you had money that was mm-hmm. a limitation for the t v show, and you have page count, which is a limitation for um the comic that's kind of the same. That's that's the dollars of it. Is is the page count? How many pages? How many panels can you spend on a given sequence, a given joke, a given conversation? Um, You know, we'd be saying the same thing on the TV show about you know how much money can we put into this scene? Is the scene worth it? Can we afford to shoot this scene? So it's there. there, There's certainly lots of parallels to it.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I know, like you can't help but as you read this because you you write, and, and we've said this on the show. You write the voices in the dialogue of these characters—I mean, you're channeling, um, you know, Justin Hartley and Allison Mack and Tom Welling and all those guys. It's like you're, you've got the voices down, but there's like the moment in in the eleventh uh, digital issue there where <laughs> Hank Henshaw goes, or Superman—I'm sorry—goes flying through the buildings, and I'm like, well, no one would—they wouldn't get away with that on the TV show. They could no, no, you know, no, no. you get you get a building, you get a building, you get a wall. <laughs> yeah, you'd get a wall pretty much
1: is uh, you'd get you'd get kind of the height of the uh, of the dooms fight i think probably i is wish what you would get and then aftermath with a guy in a dirt bike jumping up and down looking for jenna whoever jenna was
0: <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had that sound bite though from price is right what's the biggest difference in doing tv and doing the comic well i'm alone <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: exactly. Oh man Well, um, yeah, we've been several weeks into this now And it's, you know, coming back and covering uh, It's just so weird But kind of take us back in time, if you will, just a little um, I, I guess the starting point would be July of last year I mean, Smallville's over You know, the series is wrapped um, Your time on Batgirl is ending and And where did that kind of put you with this project?
1: Well, I mean, Batgirl had been oh – Lord, what? I found out that um, the the winning combination of the book ending and me no longer being on the book um, was in March, I want to say, of last year. And so um, I wrote the last issue in April, mm-hmm. issue 24, and then uh, there was some back and forth over a couple of months – you know, emails and phone calls of like, Hey, you know, do you still want to do the Smallville book? I'm like, Yeah, okay, somebody talked to you And then literally the seasons passed and then, you know, out of the blue a phone call. Hey, so you still want to do the Smallville book? I'm like, Yeah, kinda still wanna do it. We, we talked <laughs> we talked about it when I was wearing shorts. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh so I wanna say I got Guardian, I think yeah, like the full one twenty I wanna say were um have been written since like the first week of last August, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's been it's been written for a while. So, and then Detective's been written since January. So, um So, uh so yeah, it's 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 inter- it's, it's easier for me, especially with the weekly format, which is why we're having, you know, megisodes or longer episodes too. It's just easier when you're laying the train tracks with with the locomotive approaching of the weekly to just kind of you know, give yourself more rope to hang yourself with. To have just a longer story to tell gives you more time to get into everything without having to do a start-stop, start-stop of, you know, a brand new idea every 30 pages. Yeah. Um, it's, it's you know, for entertainment value as much as it's for just practical, you know, production reasons. It it, it helps to give the artist enough time, to, you know, to, um, to get a lot of stuff done to where they don't have to shift gears. They can still keep drawing the same set of characters in the same story and the same scenarios over over a period and it helps us kind of accumulate the digital weeks and the print issues so um but yeah so last summer last summer is when um you know we officially kind of started the race here to get this out
0: now the format's changing a little bit with detective is it not
1: uh we are uh, adding panels Mm-hmm. for Detective, so uh, because this was, and, and I think you can kind of see it as the 120 goes in Guardian, in that we did once we hit around like the 50 the page 50 mark, we started increasing the panel count a little bit, because we realized we could and should increase the panel count a little bit because the horizontal format for the comics is new right. for a lot of us, um, so what we're doing with Detective, it's still a 120 page story, but literally um, it's twice the panel count so it's who knows how it'll look in print, <laughs> but for the for the digital screens, you know for your dollar every week, instead of getting what what is it now it's um twenty screens for a yeah, dollar, like yeah ten pages yeah, so uh, for that you'll still be getting twenty screens, but on those twenty screens, you'll have probably between four and six panels of screen. As opposed to between three and five panels a screen, sometimes, sometimes you know, as much as depending on what's happening on the page, um, you could end up with like, you know, six panel pages or screens, you know, a bunch, a bunch in a row. So um, the script was twice as long for um, for Detective as it was for Guardian, even though it was the same page count. Sounds incredible. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, and the and the art team, you know, they're they're busting their hump to get it done. It's it's a lot, but we you know we're trying to give people. Literally the most bang you can get for a buck with with this comic. So
0: hopefully it works. And you'll have even more so in the prints for Detective, uh, obviously. Because oh, absolutely. <clears throat> the forty-page you know specials will be even more panels. Yeah, I'm inside, curious what we're so. gonna do
1: when we run out of episode guide. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, oh. A
1: <laughs> kind of little while before that happens, but I'm not sure what we're gonna what we're gonna put in the back of those because we're we in.
0: We're just midway through season two with the fourth issue, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh,
0: no, Actually, that'll that'll it. that'll finish season two. Finish uh, season the two. fourth the fourth print will. So,
1: looking at it right now, yeah, Exodus.
0: I guess they'll do a season eleven episode <laughs> After that, <laughs> you'll have to come up with the, all the rest of the episode titles.
1: I don't know. I'm looking here. At, I'm looking here at, at the Exodus description. It doesn't say anything about Clark putting on a leather jacket. And they're not, getting on a motorcycle and riding away from town.
0: They're not long enough?
1: I guess. Uh, so it
0: does get into season three in the fourth print? Um, The fourth issue?
1: It's Exodus is the last one. The in the season one. finale, Clark makes an astonishing discovery about his origins and faces the choice of his lifetime. Meanwhile, Clark and Lana an- agonize over a rift with Chloe. That's when Chloe was was, was crying because they were hugging by the tree. Well,
0: uh, more than hugging. <laughs> yeah, this was... uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> is family radio guys yeah, i'm just all... trying
0: to... the hell it is <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the helen's wedding becomes a much more dramatic event than anyone envisioned
0: yeah when are you bringing helen in that was my next question
1: <laughs> I <can help> Bryce.
0: <laughs> when she show up
1: i don't know i don't know if we've got the uh the uh, identity rights to uh, Emmanuel Voge.
0: That'll be fine. You can work that out. Make her blonde or something. I'm telling you what, between his problems with Tess and bringing... If (laughs) if she were to come in, (laughs) I mean, I'd start to feel for the evil Joker. I'd hate... I'd feel terrible for him. For Lex, he'd have his hands full. I know. Women problems all the way around. All the ways. Well, you can't get much more uh, deeper into things than, than what Tess has got going on in Lex's head right now. And apparently more than just his head.
1: Uh, she was she was able to do something special in uh, in chapter
0: twelve. She full on swaysed that mother. She did, mother. Yes, she sure. did. Um, well, not full on swaysed. Not, just, not know, like roadhouse, Henry. like like <laughs> she just, roundhouse kicked him to the she face. Didn't do any of that. Roadhouse.
1: She didn't roadhouse Swayze him.
0: And she ghosted him.
1: She just Henry the
2: Eighth him.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Oh. <laughs> wow.
2: Wow. Oh, my love.
0: So, you're doing Guardian. You're thinking, okay, we, I get to do this. And in the show, did you ever actually get to write for Lex? You never did, did you? No,
2: I didn't. Mm-mm. So, so
0: Guardian was your first outing actually doing that. And I know, like you did, you know, Echo, and you know, having the the face in the window and stuff like that. But uh, your first time actually writing for the specific character. So you're bringing in all these things you're getting to do, and it's. I mean, are you just like a kid in a candy shop when you write? I mean, it's like I get to throw in this, I get to throw in this. I mean, it's
1: it's it's fun, but at the same time, it's it's a little you know scary too because it's like, all right, well, I'm right. Like when I wrote Lionel for the first time for Luther, I at least you know had people who had been on the show and had written for Lionel who were like, hey, let's maybe do this or don't do this or do this to kind of help guide me through the process of of writing Lionel. But you know, with the Lexi stuff. Just kind of out here on my own, throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks
0: well, I think you, I think you got something uh, <laughs> I think you're onto something here. you of nailed it um, but but when you're when you're bringing everybody back like this, I mean what what was the your initial thing with Tess i mean did you did you have this idea from from the end of the finale that this could be the future for that character, or what
1: um, it was I mean as soon as you know they asked if if I wanted to do a comic. You know, and, or when we talked about doing the comic, and I started putting the kind of the proposal together, it was absolutely was was having was having Tess in it just because I love Tess. Mm-hmm. So if if there's any way to do that without kind of you know cheating what happened to her in the end, you know, it's not like she's coming back as a zombie or that she was a clone blown up in a in a jeep in an alley behind the Talon. You know, it was really Tess who died, and we found a way to preserve. You know, we. We Raff of Condor, we Spocked her, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how that progresses.
0: Pond far will happen in Detective. Oh, um. that's
1: creepy. I don't think, I don't <laughs> think we want any, any tests inside of Lex far going on.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. Ponfar is weird.
1: <laughs> see, here's what happens. To Steve. back up and make an seven explanation. Years, every seven years, a Vulcan goes into heat. And they can get really violent and murderous, or they can have sex.
0: Now, listen, guys, if y'all want to talk about Wookiees, that's fine. But <laughs> let's not bring Wilkinson into the mix. He's a purist.
1: And I'm really, if, if Tess went into Ponfar inside of Lex anyway, can you think about poor Emile?
2: Oh.
0: Mm.
1: Emil doesn't need that. He's a man of science.
0: I'm so yeah. glad you had her slap him when he made the reference
1: which wasn't people people online have said well how did she slap him but then like says it's psychosomatic like right after
0: so mm-hmm. it's
1: it's him imagining it but then there being a physical effect to what tess was trying to do
0: on him which kind of lays the pipe for the for the finger move mm-hmm. yeah and that's kind of what we talked about in, in the episode where that happened where we were talking about that particular issue and and i even i even postulated i said what what if she's able to kind of take control and um you know, it's it's a different Lex than we've ever seen anywhere in in, in any version of the character as far as just um, the doors that this opens up because what if the door swings both ways? You know, he's obviously looked into her mind, you know, and seen the stuff about Emil, and so what happens if he finds out everything that he'd ever forgotten? And it's just, it adds a lot of cool tension to um, really even, like, to the scene where he's standing there with Superman in, this, in the last issue uh, – uh here and where you know they're talking and you're like oh, what if what if something triggers a memory you know especially when superman's like oh it's a shame he's like what's a shame you know you remind me of someone i used to know and so um stroke of genius i love it i that's that's been that's one of the things that's captured my imagination about this from the get-go is now this this lex is he's so much michael rosenbaum's lex that you know we had for so many years on smallville but he's also a different a completely different animal than any lex luther we've we've had in any other version of the character
1: Well, and it's super dangerous, because the heroes have no idea that there's this time bomb that could screw all of them over inside of his head.
0: Steve saying somebody that I used to know out loud made me think, was that the song for the ending montage? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, I don't, the thing is, like, when I wrote it a year ago, I honestly don't remember what I would have, because I checked my playlist, because I always have a playlist for things. Right. Um, when I'm writing And that playlist was literally just score It was just soundtracks mm-hmm. um, And I co- could assume Like we had talked about Because generally whenever I'm writing something That would have an end montage mm-hmm. I listen to that Kelly Clarkson song From the season 7 premiere
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, Sober, it's great I, to, I just jam out and rock out to that Over and over again when I'm writing the ends of things But um so I'm mm-hmm. sure that was the one that, that I listened to when I was writing it But I went through my, my iTunes today And I think um, there's a song On the new Smashing Pumpkins album Called Wildflower That's the, uh, the last track on that album That I think um, is bittersweet enough To fit with, um, with What was in Chapter 12 today
2: Wasted A long way I'm way- along the way and wasting along the way
0: I didn't know if we were going to Pesh mode or if we were going where where we were going with that.
1: No, no, no. We've done. We that was what season. That was a arri- 501 yeah, That was five
0: five o one arrival.
1: Yeah. Which I
0: think is the best use of of the ending montage.
1: When Naked Marsters. Well, actually, well the best use of an ending montage is um, Chloe blowing up in the house. Well,
0: is, you know, well yeah. If you don't want to go, if you want to go non pop so Yeah, co- yes, definitely.
1: Yeah, that's, that's commencement. No, not commencement. Um, covenant.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Season three finale. Although I think honorable mention would be Bride, because I, I always thought that was a great montage too. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. And then she smiles. Mm, creepy. Oh, so creepy. Creepy. And contacts. And she she loved doing that too. She loved playing that. She loved playing Brainiac, Chloe.
2: That's so weird.
1: Yeah. Because oh. it was different. I mean, you know, it's a different. It, whenever, like, think about Tom with, you know, Clark Luthor as opposed to Red K Clark. I mean, you know, these guys have played the same characters. You know, for a decade. Yeah. So any any time for them to kind of, you know, take something new out for a spin, you know, of, of course they're going to eat up and they're going to love.
0: Yeah. Well, Brian, the big the big bombshell in this in 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 this whole at the end of this whole thing, well, there are two really, and um, in, in the first being this whole radiation thing with Clark. A lot of people, when they get invested in characters and they get invested in relationships and stuff, they want everything just to be happy, um, but talk a little bit about you know what this does for clark and lois to have to for clark to have to look at her and, and tell her blatantly you know what i can't be around for a while this is what's taking place um and, and and the fact that clois uh, clois that chloe uh, that, oh my god that lois <laughs> bring it in bring careful it in. careful really you know you know that will piss somebody off <laughs> no we're so dead now um no, that Lois. Dear Internet, <laughs> she, you know, she she accepts it in the way that only Lois can. She, you know, she's mad and she's like, "All right, well, while you're going doing your thing, I'm going to be trying to bring Lex down." And um, talk about that type of conflict. It's not it's not your it's not the angsty stuff we always had on Smallville. Where I can't tell you what's wrong. I just have to go. You know, um, what, I don't know. I don't know what the question is other than to say, talk a bit, calm some fans down for us. Well, I mean it's, it certainly
1: is – You know, it still qualifies as angst, but it's not I, – I think – and it's not to devalue all the previous angst we've had because we've had some very good angst on the show. But it's, a, it's, a, it's a, I think a more adult kind of mature angst to where like, OK, bad stuff happened in the relationship and we still love each other and we're going to try and find a way to make this work. You know, and it certainly helps that neither of them are really at fault for that. So there's someone they can focus their energies on, um, blame-wise. So, so it absolutely is still angst, but I think it's in a weird way the weight—not even in a weird way—with the way they're handling it. Um, you know, if you compare that to, as someone pointed out online, I think wisely, if you compare that to how things went down with Lana um, at the very end and how basically nothing was done to deal with that situation speaks volumes to regardless of what their feelings were like. The fact that nothing was done to fix it speaks volumes to kind of what they both knew the truth about the relationship to be. So, so in the case where yet again, we have a happy couple who's had a major obstacle put in there. Um, we're, we're going to see them try and make it work in ways that we, that we haven't seen before and wouldn't have seen before on the show. Um, and just to say that, you know, Clark can't go home, you know, just because Clark and Lois have an obstacle in their relationship, that doesn't necessarily mean that Superman and Lois have an obstacle in their relationship. Um, but then there's only so much, you know, Lois can't really get caught making out with Superman because people know Lois is engaged to Clark. So um, so it's a pickle. They're definitely in a pickle. But, um, you know, we'll see kind of the first taste of how they're trying to deal with it in, like, the first three or four pages of Detective. So, so in a couple of weeks we'll we'll see we'll see how that
0: situation's going for him. It's stacked too. It's what twenty like five panels since everything's doubled now. Absolutely, it's it's a lot of panels.
1: It is a lot of panels. So many panels.
0: Um, I can't believe
1: it's okay. got more panels than Comic Con. <laughs> you, you, you just blew my mind.
2: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Um. There was something specific. Oh, Steve, remind me that I was going to ask. It was so professional. Steve, remind me what I was going to ask him. Um, Donuts is mine. I know you got donuts. We want to steal that
2: from you. We're not taking. I'm not
0: taking any more index cards from you, Steve. Oh, is Lex living at at LexCorp now? Is he? Is he just all up in a in a
1: penthouse over there? He's got. He's got a penthouse up at the top. Yeah. Because as as you may remember, the uh, the mansion was was burned. Mm, um, Yes. Terribly burned. I recall. Um, And then Tess was in the middle of kind of trying to get it rebuilt, you know, and then she was terribly murdered. So um, I think the work orders all stopped at that point. And, um, you know, it's just this place full of um, drifters now who um, snort rails off of each other.
0: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) When you create backstories for things, you really go the extra mile.
1: (laughs) That is canon. Uh, they're descendants of, of the Dust Bowl generation. Uh, they've lived in the backwoods of Kansas for a while, and now they all um, do drugs and have sex with each other in the charred remains of the Luther Mansion.
0: That's official. I got, Stamp. I got, approval. I got the F shack. All right.
1: Um. If, they, if, they want to go, if they want to go back to the mansion, they might as well just burn it again and,
0: okay. then, and then start from start scratch. Start over. Okay. Boy, I'm so glad I asked that question. Um, <laughs> very uncomfortable now. I... No, I'm comfortable. I just
1: <laughs> these things happen. There are places in our in it's a problem in our country where where drifters gather and and uh, take drugs off of each other.
0: Um, oddly specific in
1: in old rich people's houses. Okay.
0: Uh, I uh, won't ask. I wanna ask about the farm. Then we'll leave that what one do, alone. What do they call that when you get in the Prius? The homeless guys in the Prius? That's called a soup kitchen. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, yes, that's been in heavy play on Stars this month, hasn't
0: it? Mm. It's Indeed, a it kitchen. has. It really has.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 watched,
0: I watched Superman on Stars last night, so I don't know. The, can't, get, it was can't
2: get
0: anything
1: past you, Brian. The, the reason, the, reason with, uh, the farm is not inundated with these drug addle drifters <laughs> uh-huh. is that Ben Hubbard maintains the property. That's good. And so he's got his pitchfork that he can poke them with okay. when they get too close to the farm.
0: You, you mentioned you mentioned good old Ben Hubbard. Um, you know, obviously the show is has so many ties to different things, and and you know, it it really took or, or borrowed or used or, or drove in the direction of the general direction of Richard Donner's uh, films, and you know, and later Superman Returns, especially with the the suit. Um, how how much are we still driving in that direction, or, or 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 was the creative thing just let's take cues from this because it's familiar? And um, you know, and now obviously you're going your own way. But how how closely? I mean, are you going to see? We've seen Otis, but I mean, is he going to start wearing the hat? Is is Luther going to move below? You know, Park <laughs> Avenue?
1: uh I don't I don't know that we'll be going that far with it. Yeah. I think I think I think Otis and and you know the occasional Easter egg may may kind of harken back to what what I think for lots of us. You know, think think about the John Williams music. That's all tied to the Richard Donner movies too. I think there's kind of a cultural kind of index that we all associate Superman with those, you mm-hmm. know, those films and those movies, which I, I think is is wonderful personally. Um, you know, it made me sad to not hear John Williams' music in the in the Man of Steel teasers. And I'm sure Man of Steel will be good, but there's just something that little, you know, 4-year-old me who's still inside associates Superman with that music. And, you know, and that in that era, which which I think is why you know Superman Returns took a lot of heat is cuz it fit in line with the Donner movies i think too much and it felt of a piece and that piece wasn't kind of what movies especially superhero movies were like when when Superman Returns came out
0: you know Zimmer uh, doing the music for Man of Steel he's definitely in a danged if you do danged if you don't position yeah because no matter how incredible his score is, it's going to be, well, it's not John Williams. Well, well I mean, you
1: know, but, but, so, but he, was in, he and, and James Newton Howard were in the same position with the Batman Begins score coming off the Danny Elfman stuff. Yeah. So, because nobody, I mean, like, there's the Danny Elfman stuff that nobody really talks about the Goldenthal scores for Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yeah. So it's really kind of the big associated ones, especially because uh, – All the the music in the animated series for Batman Kind of took its cue in the starting place From the Danny Elfman music And then, you know, Shirley Walker and Mike McHuston And a bunch of people did a bunch of wonderful, wonderful music for, For the Batman animated series So there was kind of, the odds were stacked against The Zimmer camp and the Howard camp for Batman Begins And I think it was fine But I don't think they really, like, hit the stride With that stuff until Dark Knight and I think that score was the one where you know it the the Elfman stuff had worn off, so it might it might take like one or two scores of new, you know, Superman music for it to, you know, take its place in the pantheon. Because I think, like you said, he you know there is a damned if you do, damned if you don't component
0: but, to the next score. And I think he 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 was even quoted saying it was pretty much a thankless job, <clears throat> which I guess is true to a degree. But
1: it'll be it'll be he's he's talented and it's not
0: going to be bad it may not be it may not be williams but it's not going to be bad i mean guys we're talking about hans zimmer the man who scored muppets treasure island you can't go wrong with him winner 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 (laughs) right uh brian the end the very last thing really said in this in in the final couple of panels of of this whole thing oliver uh tells chloe that the last thing the other chloe said was um to tell superman it's coming and uh, she says, what's coming? And he says, the crisis. Um, are we, am I out of line asking, are we led to believe that the thing, the person that shot Chloe is a monitor?
1: There's certainly some hairstyle issues that might point towards that. But, you know, I, I don't want to, I, I, we can let people stew on that and ruminate on that. But if you look hard enough, you might, you might see an answer to your question.
0: And Earth 2 is gone?
1: That is what, uh, in in her obtuse dying breaths, that is what Chloe, too, said,
0: yes. Had a lot to say in, in those final.
1: <laughs> well, like, she started to sputter and die right out in the field. Then there's all the hullabaloo of getting back to the arrow copter or whatever, however the hell they got out there. And then and then getting to the hospital and then getting into the hospital. <laughs> then you got to check her in. The and there's the issue about the insurance. Then you finally get her into her room. And then by then, she just cries, and that's it. And. and she-
0: <laughs> It's like when Yoda's dying. He's like, there is
1: another sky. It's wow. not not everybody gets 15 minutes to die like Jonathan Kent did.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> but the whole time she keeps trying to say things, shh, shh, just rest. We'll get you to the room in a second. It'll be fine.
1: The gentlest, softest, longest, smoothest heart attack ever was that Jonathan Kent. Mm.
0: Death. You're breaking my heart. You're breaking my heart, Ryan. <laughs> I don't like to think about it. <laughs> um, are we. But, are, are, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, you go well, ahead. I was just wondering coming off of Steve's question, is that I mean, are we looking at our you know phantom flying up over the water uh dark, dark side appearing dark side happens. appearing, you know our foreboding foreshadowing moment at the end of this?
1: yes, I think absolutely, yes. Which, like, if you're a comics person, then you can be like, "Oh, I know what the word crisis means. And then if you're not a comics person, then you at least have the association that something really bad happened to Earth, too, and is more than likely headed this way. And so,
0: Google is your friend. And Google is your friend. <laughs> so, that, and that begs this question, and, and Derek and I were kind of talking about this. Um, Smallville, the comic, is its own entity, it it has nothing to do with the multiverse of the DC universe or does it?
1: Uh as far as I know, it's not it's not what do you mean, like does it have Earth designation like Earth 37 or anything? Right.
0: right yeah. No,
1: it's it's its own it's its own deal.
0: Okay. So so before everyone gets up in arms like, oh God, another crossover, just calm down.
1: <laughs> no, no, we're not doing the it's not Spider Man. Like we're not. There's there's nothing coming where, where things would, would intermingle.
0: Well, I think it was a phenomenal wrap up. I, you know, I, I think a lot of people thought, well, how are the, how is he going to do this? I mean, it was just so much to tackle, especially coming in. You know, we saw what happens years down the road at the end of finale, but to back up and go, okay, well, now you know we're a few months after contact and apocalypse has been thrown away, and so there's so much to do. But I think you know, especially every week there was like a nice little bow. You know on each issue but on each chapter but now it's you know here's the big bow and um it it propels us to what we're looking for in the next you know episodes hopefully as long as long as as long as a run and you know people keep buying and and reading which i think is it's been a fantastic turnout. Uh, and I know you're proud of that, and you should be.
1: Well, we had the, the stat came out, and it came out earlier. I know there was there was a thing published this week um, that had a statistic that came out in an interview, but actually it came out in an interview like a while ago too, and it just went unnoticed, was that uh, when we started with the Digital Weeks, um, Comixology, their numbers, 40% of the people that bought Chapter 1 were new to buying comics on Comixology. That's awesome. So, and I have no idea how many sold because they don't they don't tell us those things. But yeah. just of however many of those were, you know, just under half were brand new to the the whole concept of buying comics digitally um, entirely. I'm one of those.
0: You there know, I've go. got no where I'm at. There's no LCS local comic shop the uninitiated. Um, Is that what
1: that means? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, it's not it's not a new designer drug that they're snorting off at each other in the of uh, the. <laughs> <laughs> Um you know, LCS uh, is a
1: topical analgesic. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's called a soup kitchen. <laughs> um but uh <laughs> but no and and not only that, but it was you know, I hadn't collected comics in a while because it just became even with ordering online, it just became a little difficult for me because I'd forget what I'd ordered and I'd ended up with like three issues of, you know, Secret Invasion number four or whatever the case may be. And um and and then to start this, it's like it's just reopened getting back into comics for me to the point that I It it's just been revoked <laughs> it's just been revoked I've had to you know I've had to start putting comics back in my budget and everything and it is uh I'm so glad to be back in this world
1: what what I'm doing now with comics which which kind of started with me with the digital stuff because I went I went all digital um good grief last um I don't know, before the end of the year last year, I think, I went I went strictly digital because, God, we didn't have any more room. Like, we needed a closet back, and so I, I couldn't keep putting comics in there. We had to get rid of a bunch of stuff. But um, what I've been doing, especially the last couple months, is every Wednesday just trying new number ones. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's Image or, like, you know, other labels, just, just stuff that I've never read before. Not, not to knock, you know, the continuing adventures of, you know, your Green Lantern or your Spider Man, but just, you know, I've I've been with those for a while. I'm I'm enjoying, kind of sampling new things from new writers I haven't heard of and new artists I haven't seen art from before. And and the digital stuff especially, um, it makes that really easy to do that mm-hmm. and find that. So I I'm really enjoying doing that with the with the with the apps.
0: Well, if, and if you're like me and you're an hour and a half away from the nearest comic shop, you know, it's just people forget that there are places like this that don't really exist anywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can't get anywhere from where I'm at. And, and so um, but uh, but now you you're reading the comics, you're writing Superman. I mean, like that's, you know, that's got to be pretty awesome to, you know, to think about, hey, I'm writing Superman. I mean, he is the perennial superhero. You know, he is the thing. Um, was he, was he one of your favorites as you were coming up in, in comics or, you know, or were you more of a Batman guy? Who were some of your favorites? Superheroes.
1: Um, I mean, when I was little, we've got a, we've got a picture on our, on our mantle of me with, um, underoos over my jeans with a towel around my neck, um, and a Superman t-shirt, you know, running down the street when I was probably three, I think. So. Uh, pretty early on, it, it was it was Superman and Spider-Man, I think like really earlier. and I don't think I was really that big, like Batman aside from like you know Adam West show. It, well, he wasn't really on my radar, um, in a in a fan kind of way. Yeah. Um, for I mean like like through Super Friends a little bit I guess, but I had always I always gravitated more to Superman, and then um, and then there was kind of a, a uh, is dearth the right word? No, that's not a right word. A drought. I don't know, a vacuum in which there was no Superman in media for a very long time yeah, after yeah. the Donner stuff. Um, and then Batman kind of came into that through, through the animated series. And then, you know, the Superman animated series, which is actually uh, pretty good, um, you know, came on the heels of that. So that's kind of when, when I got back into Superman a little bit. But Comics-wise, I haven't been reading them because we didn't have a shop. Like, you know, you're talking about you're an hour and a half away from anything. We A, we didn't have a shop near me. And B, we didn't have the disposable income for that. Even if there had been one, so um, it wasn't really until um, I moved out here to LA and was working at a bookstore that I kind of got back into comics because there were all kinds of comics there to read on lunch breaks and stuff. And then when I got the internship on Smallville, we got all the DC comics every month. So wow! So that's, that's when I kind of like got a hardcore
2: lame, back a into gig. it. <laughs>
0: it's a lame gig. The lame gig. It's a lame gig. Nothing better to do all day but sit around and read comics.
1: Well, and you know, get coffee.
0: Well, yeah, yes, sir. Well, we know you got to wrap it up. I've got one specific question for you, then one more general question for you. Do it, do it, do it. pull the trigger. Uh, <laughs> when uh, the signal watch that uh, Emil uses to get Superman's attention, what was the sound effect in your mind? Tweet. <laughs> no, don't do the sound effect. <laughs> no, do the, yeah, well, I guess like working with Derek It's a running gag. <laughs> I was watching the Muppets. <laughs> no, was it like the key sound effect, or
1: it's it's that it's that that Jirel signal fortress okay. crisp like it, that crystal sound mm-hmm. from you know when Cal um, L um, domestic abuses Martha and flies away.
0: I'm Cal L of Krypton. Got dark in here, quick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he knocks you down. He knocks now, her she out got of it back. She's she Superman 3'd him. kryptonite. <laughs> 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 Split right in two and just used that as a <laughs> But he still had one waist. It was weird. Not going to lie to you. He, <laughs> reminded, he reminded me of that He Man villain with the two heads. <laughs> or the bathroom, Sesame Street. Um, what, the two headed monster? Yeah. Oh. Uh.
1: Yeah. No snuffle up again. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> it's got weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Derek. <laughs> um,
0: Oscar and the trash can. <laughs> which that leads into Derek's question.
1: And what that guy think? that carries around Oscar when he's in his trash. Can.
0: Yes. Oh, that big guy. Yeah, forgot about him. Anyhow, Bernie or uh,
1: something. I think his name is. I don't
0: know. And then, and then how does he? Uh, anyhow, um, <laughs> another and time. Then finally, the donuts on your on your personal side is that ironic, or do you really love donuts? Though?
1: I do really love donuts. I just haven't done many reviews lately because doing lots of donut uh, reviews uh, led me to eat lots of donuts, mm. led me to change
0: pant sizes.
1: So mm. there have been far fewer reviews lately because I am trying to undo the damage that was done.
0: Yeah, well, you have fun with that. I'm going to continue to eat donuts. <laughs> if you need a guest reviewer. Let me know. <laughs>
1: do whatever you g I'll, I'll post it you review it I'll post it <laughs>
0: um so I mean for all intents and purposes you are now you know executive producer of smallville um, as far as this incarnation goes and I mean what what are we you know and we we're very psyched about Batman about detective uh 1102 which will hit August 18th seven, uh, 17th please? yeah um, it was, it was the tenth,
1: the, and then and then we're we're back to the seventeenth. Just it's a five week month, and
0: yeah.
1: we're either going to have too many weeks on, you know, three weeks without on the back end, or three weeks without on the front end. So just this month, we're we're on the front end, but we'll have we'll have three weeks on, and then a print week, and then back on for three. So we'll be we'll be back on back on um back on pattern.
0: Yeah, but let's not. I mean, let's not just gloss over the fact that you're bringing Batman to Smallville. This is something that people have been clamoring for since. Uh, really since season two or three i remember people started kind of humming about it on online and then after they brought bard in they were definitely just crying for it for the rest of the, you know for the rest of the lifespan of the show on television this is a big deal well i'm sure naming a
1: character adam knight didn't help any
0: of that truth that's true is that who this bruce is is it adam knight <laughs> is he back with his liver this
1: zombie developed to deal with lionel's liver cancer
0: it's a good, right? Damn good television. Right
1: <laughs> then what we do is we set off the sprinklers, and Lana and Chloe fight each other with axes. Oh,
0: yes, yes, it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, can also, can one of them be possessed by a ghost? How about oh, a bitch? The ghost of <laughs> <laughs> I say the three of us just sit around table and pitch episode ideas. Which made, you wanted me to ask you about the big fake episode board title thing. The big oh, right. big board it, of fake used, episode we, titles
1: we had we had a period of time where somehow and who knows how through someone's assistance or 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 janitors or whatever we we would get ahead and you know we had a big tracking board on the wall of you know that we would x off every step of the way for every episode so like you know in in a season like let's say you know savior is up there as episode one so we'd have you know the x for pitch the x for when the outline went out the x for when you know it started shooting ended shooting the different cuts and finally to the air date just so we could as and you see progress happen as the year went so we would get ahead and we had legitimate titles up for a stretch Uh, we're usually about like five ahead on that board and then uh, they started popping up online so and none of us were telling anyone you know what the titles were. So then we just started putting up fake ones to see if the fake ones would make it out. And then I think whoever uh, was copying them got wise to the fact that we weren't going to have an episode called butterscotch or silverback or fluff or nut. Um,
0: I would love then, an episode called if, butterscotch. Or, or stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think what, if, if was up there a few times. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, so we, we did that for a while and we we'd have fun with the fake ones, but then, but then uh, people got aggravated, so we stopped putting the fake ones up too, because then it would get genuinely confusing, because people wouldn't know if we actually had an episode coming up that was called something like um, "Contagion," you know, yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. so we started doing blatantly fake ones after that.
0: But did, um, did you have any trouble coming up with Guardian? I mean, what what kind of led you to?
1: Um, I'm trying to think what what the other contenders were. It was. Uh, I mean, I guess
0: Detective speaks for itself as far Detective as Detective speaks goes, for but... itself.
1: Guard, I think. Um, like Sentry and Sentinel um, were ones that had come up but then we had already done like Savior and that was an S word yeah um, premiere and then like Superman seemed too obvious because if we weren't going to do Superman for the finale then I certainly wasn't going to like do Superman from the premiere and be like finally they could call one Superman but it had to be when they were doing the comic book no no I don't feel like dealing
0: with any of that God Um, you impersonated that one guy perfectly his
1: name's name's, um, no I don't have a name for him (laughs)
0: Steve, his name's Glosson. Tammy. He's a man named Tammy. Okay, <laughs> I've seen Tammy online. I've seen worked, several
1: Tammy. a bumpy in the Texaco. I am Tammy. How's it going?
0: <laughs> oh, they brought Otis in.
1: <laughs> oh, stupid, stupid
0: Otis! The Richard Donner movies—they're so old. <laughs> Look at them; they're old. Just so old. old. Oh man! Well, yeah. I mean, but and now we're looking down with Batman. <clears throat> and you had said you kind of had somebody in mind when you were writing this. This Bruce, like if you were seeing it on screen, you would cast that person. Is there? Is that something you you could say before you know Steve we start Austin. reading? Or I don't think it's Steve. Not with the donuts, at least. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
1: it's hard to say because I had I had someone in mind and then. I didn't put that in the script cause I, I wanted to, since we had a, we had a new artist, Chris Cross is on for the majority of the arc. Jamal Eagle came in for, for one print issue, but Chris is doing the rest.
2: Cool. And,
1: um, I wanted to give him the chance to just draw Bruce his way. Um, so I, I kind of helped cause when, when I was with Perry for, um, for guardian, you know, we talked about Hank and Hank was Matthew Fox was, was the model for Hank. Um, and I had a long standing relationship with Perry, and we have a very good shorthand, so I didn't feel like I was stepping on his toes any by by suggesting this for Hank, but since it was cross and he's you know doing Batman and Smallville for the first time, I just let him draw him how I wanted to draw him and um I'll talk about who he looks like, who he was intended to look like, and who he looks like, and they're actually very similar but um and I actually like. The uh, the choice because it's someone I hadn't thought about for Batman, but I don't want to say who
0: until it comes out. All right, so we'll look forward to that on the back end of now. Brian, is it true that crisscross will make you jump, jump?
1: Uh, so far, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I literally spend most of my day jumping. Now it's 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 a condition.
0: Uh, it might be it. all the sugar from the donuts. I'm just.
1: It it could be it could be or i could not actually be jumping it could just be a hallucination at this point i'm alone a lot now
0: so <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
0: not it's not depressing at all been playing a lot of online plinko lately <laughs> i bet i bet mr cross has put up with that most of his life since the 90s those kind of jokes um, okay. <laughs> um can you give us For the a possible yeah <laughs> Can you give us a hint of of things to come I mean we you know you talked about crisis a little bit we know we've got detective, but is there anything you can kind of touch on <laughs> any ideas you've been tossing around for the, um, the future past eleven o two
1: I certainly know what, what I want to do uh, <laughs> whether whether that comes to fruition is is a different story um, most of it's been been okayed there have been some notable exceptions where things have changed, but um, I'm trying to think what I can talk about. We'll have a visit from, from an old friend in the third episode
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, who has a very unique problem, um, and we'll have a visit from a bunch of friends, um, or we will visit a bunch of friends in episode four, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then – a hero new to Smallville in episode five.
0: Mm. <clears throat> this is great. Now, Brian, how long are you willing to go on with this? I mean, as far like like it, it remain Let's say it's it's successful. It stays at the top of all these lists. It, it's you know, how long are you willing to stick with it?
1: Um, I I personally know. I don't want to say and jinx anything. Um, I definitely know how the season ends.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know kind of what the signpost moments are Um, because I mean that's the other thing too is that not knowing honestly not knowing how long it's going to go it's very difficult to try it. like when you have a 22 episode season you know you have a 22 episode season so you have more than enough room to maneuver bits and pieces for when you want certain things to happen and when you want things to have happened by so you can kind of set up things that will happen in in the end run Um, not knowing that from the comics standpoint um it's 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 hard to try and figure out well how much do i meter out you know of the overall problem for the year in you know episode one episode two and episode three um when you don't know you know at any given time is episode you know when i say episode you know arc because that's kind of how we're doing it in the comic sense because multiple print issues will be one episode but you know is issue 15 going to be you know you know, when, when the book ends is issue 30 going to be when the book ends, you don't know. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it's kind of, it's challenging to figure out which points, you know, you can build to and then say, okay, we'll tie up loose ends here just in case, you know, the bottom falls out and we have to wrap everything up, then we don't have to rush. So it's, it's, it's kind of parceling out, um, in a very maddening way. So it's it's interesting, but it's also very challenging trying to figure out how to arc the year without knowing definitively how much um, you know how much rope I'm going to get to hang myself with.
0: Yeah, and I, I know you don't want to get too far ahead because I'm sure things have not all been approved with future episodes and stuff. It, and, right. You and can't
1: you can't get too far ahead because right. the other thing too is like no matter with the weeks, it's, it's print issues. I mean through. What Detective starts in September, September, October, November, December. So print issues through December are taken care of. Right. So then we're you know, we're onto we're on so to yeah. January then. And the thing is not a lot of books are that far
2: ahead. Right.
1: So, you know, any given editor you have on a book isn't just dealing with your book, they're dealing with all of their books. So they've got a lot of plates spinning. So you know certainly i could be given the go-ahead to just keep on going but even you know even those folks don't know how much how much you know how much space we're going to have to tell stories so it's it's a lot of start stop start stop start stop
0: well and i think that speaks to how much you've written i mean to know that you've got these ideas so far out on paper that other titles aren't even that far out because there could be change up and you know certain issues or whatnot i guess that's what i'm asking is is like is like how much are you into this uh, obviously you you enjoyed it or you wouldn't have picked back up and ran with it um but you know there are a lot of comic uh arcs and com- well creators who you know they define uh certain eras of, of characters and different books you know I, one of my favorite characters growing up has always been the incredible hulk and you know peter david was on that title for 13 years yeah uh, that's
2: crazy that is crazy
0: yeah and, and so I guess that's what I'm asking is, is like right now, where you're at in your life right now, if someone said, "Hey, how long would you like to be doing this?"
1: Um, I don't know, because I mean the thing is, I don't, I don't know that I would want to just be doing comic stuff because I do like doing other forms of writing too, because um, really, it was TV stuff first, and then you know all of background was essentially written on weekends and on lunch breaks um, from from working at the show, because even if you're not writing, you're still in a room. You know, on most shows, when you're when you're on a show, you know, for like ten hours a day, so, um, so there's not a lot of time to do stuff on the outside. So Batgirl was, I was kind of squeezing it in when I could. Uh, Now, just doing the comic stuff. Well, at least there's other stuff I'm doing that I can't talk about. But right now, primarily just doing the comic stuff. um, I don't know. I don't know how long I would want to do. Certainly not just that for any period of time. Um, I love the medium, so i 'd certainly you know like to keep dabbling in that for a while but you know there 's feature scripts that you know i want to I want to do something with and some t v stuff that 's in play right now so um it 's all i mean it 's all great it's you know it 's none of it 's you know i 'm not i 'm not shaking a stick at any of it <laughs>
0: um and i don 't i don 't even think the title for eleven o three has come out, so I know we don 't want to get too far past detective, but is there anything for detective for other than, of course, Batman and Nightwing coming to Metropolis, which, as Steve said, we don't want to breeze over because that's a huge thing in, in the continuity oh, yeah. of Smallville. But is there anything you know readers should be looking for specifically? Any familiar faces? Anything exciting? That um... Uh,
1: um, we've got um, cameos by, um, and you know, certainly mileage varies appearance-wise from artist to artist. But um, we've got cameos from intern Jeff mm. and um, Danny Turpin and Maggie Sawyer.
0: Oh wow! Speaking of uh, cameos, I had a great idea, and I know you hate it when people pitch this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's so good.
0: I see. I see two panels. I see one panel, kind of a radio, and and the and the speech bubble coming out of the radio is, is I'm Derek and I'm," st- st- and with like a dot dot after it, and then the fingers, you know, someone's hand turning the radio off, and <laughs> and and like, it, then it cuts to Lex, and he's like, "I hate those guys." <laughs> see what i can do (laughs) and now it's brian physically saying i hate those guys (laughs) it's where art imitates life brian that's all i'm saying about that well i i think think you
1: just sealed the deal i think i think we'll see what we can do with that
0: well i just wonder because you know the um the biggest and i'm sorry that i don't want to breeze over anything that happened in guardian because every page was just phenomenal but i pretty much hit the high point at Issue one when Otis walks on you know when Otis shows up is like, well it's all downhill from here because there's Otis. You can't get you can't get any better than that. Just that get moment there. just that moment in the bathroom where he's like, Sorry about your condition. <laughs> <laughs> I think that may be my favorite moment from all eleven years of small And now. then just the panel of them staring at each other?
1: that was that was my cuz i had i had written something or done an interview or something about my my favorite bromance um that i was writing. People were like, "I bet it's Batman and Superman. I bet it's Clark and Bruce." No. It's 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 Lex and Otis.
0: Uh, well, we're excited for Batman <coughs> and Nightwing to show up. I think Detective is just going to be, you know, geek day for for most readers, um uh, especially longtime fans of Smallville who have been wanting to see the character um brought in and I'm just I think it's so cool you were able to do it so early into these these stories um to have this dropped on us. I mean are we going uh, to Alfred? I mean anything like that or is it mostly just sticking with um uh, with Batman and Nightwing? It's
1: it's pr- it's pretty much it's pretty much um Batman and Nightwing on on Clark's turf for for the for the 95% of the time that they're in the story. Good to know. So- we don't really, we don't really, we get back to Gotham for a couple of scenes, but not. Um, they're more bookendy than than anything else.
0: And we do love your Gotham because, of course, Gotham from Batgirl was epic. So uh, it'd be neat to see that, and in, in the Smallville continuity as well. And I know we need to let you go, so uh, we appreciate you coming on.
1: No, thank you guys. I know it's I know it's late over there. Thank you guys for having me. It's I guess fine. I guess we'll just do this again in four months.
0: We'll see you in four months. Uh, <laughs> Ugh, same. Well, same Run bat quick. time.
1: It's like being on an oil rig. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you can I mean, follow... Brian, if you ever get lonely and you just want to join in on the show, we'll gladly you. Yeah, use it. I mean, we're here every week, mostly. Um, mostly. So you don't have to play that sad Price is Right theme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's now Brian's text tone. <laughs> Whenever Brian messages me, that's what's going to go on. Uh but you can follow Brian on the on the Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Brian Q Miller.
1: I am on the Twitter. Um, you can come on, you can say nice things to me. Mm-hmm. You can say really inappropriate, angry things to me, you can blame me for things that are so outside of my control. It's it's really a wonderful thing the Twitter.
0: Have you have you learned the joy of the block button yet?
1: see the thing is though here's the thing with the block button and it's you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't because then let's say you unfollow somebody or you block somebody then they go and they say look who unfollowed me or look who blocked me and it's i don't need any more discord out there in the world than there already is so if folks want to want to you know be really nice or not be really nice—that's all fine. I welcome all opinions. I just well, don't necessarily have to respond to all of <laughs> Well
0: Now, here's information you don't really know about me. I'm really good at getting on soapboxes and letting people have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to send someone my way, he is really good at that. I will vouch for him a little. He's 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 fairly confident in that.
1: The only t- the only time I did I did anything like that, and I felt bad about it. But it was a little naughty and vindicating at the same time. Was when I was getting tweets while Luther was airing,
2: mm.
1: and there were people like a lot of people were like this is awesome, this is great. And then there were people, and I don't I don't mind negative opinions. Like honestly, I'm like it's not me blowing smoke up people's ass. I I really don't mind. I respect opinions. I respect people's right to have them. It's just when it invades my personal space that sometimes I can get a little touchy. And there were just some really personally, like, attacking. It wasn't just like, I don't like this episode. It was like, you're a hack. This is terrible. You're fucking awful. Blah, 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 blah. And so what I just started doing with those truly heinous ones was just retweeting them.
0: I remember yeah. that. <laughs> I I specifically remember that. Nice.
1: And then, like, God, God loves Smallville fans because... We're, you know, we're a special breed and, and these people, you know, just got swooped down upon, but leave him alone, leave him alone. And like, that's- And you don't
0: say
2: that!
1: No! No! No!
0: Oh, I do remember that. That was Man, a good that's like, night. That's
1: the only time I've done that, and, like, I didn't do it since, but it was just, it was, the button was pushed where it was, like, personal attacks. Because I can, you know, I can handle, like, you know, I'm so, I'm sorry, I don't care for what you're doing right now. That's fine. No, but you don't have to like what I'm doing right now. But when it gets personal to where it's like, you don't know me. Don't don't come at me you don't. with something personal. You don't know me. I've said that so many times in my life to people. <laughs> you don't know me. Usually in bathrooms.
0: Right. <laughs> Usually. Don't comment on my size and the fact that I'm squeezing in no, this th- stall this way. Nobody says that at the burned out Luther Mansion remains. Mm. There are there's,
1: there's it's it's actually that's the creepiest thing about that is that it's perfectly silent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no eye contact, no words. <laughs> we just do our business <laughs> oh and go God. on.
1: You get your pin drop.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to sleep well tonight. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, you can uh, find us, of course, as always, smallvillepodcast.com or on iTunes. And we're on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash shoe podcast. Steve's on the Twitter at Steve Glosson. And Derek's on the Twitter. (laughs) It wasn't a setup. It was just WD Russell. I never can remember what your handle is after you changed it. So and Steric is being attacked. Apparently <laughs> Are you being attacked? We have a shipper name. But apparently We got shippered years ago. Yeah, we got shipped up years ago, probably season 6, season 7, we 7. Season 7. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say prepared. season 7 they started shipping us pretty hard, Brian. But <laughs> but apparently uh apparently the uh the Teen Wolf show has uh has a uh, it's a, a D- Steve and Derek a, a, relationship. Well, going. I don't, I don't, it's not, what's the guy's name for it? Styles. Stiles, sorry. Uh, yeah, I think the Derek character was not in the, in the original film, but yeah, there's the Styles and Derek and they call them Steric. Uh, so, so yeah, apparently there's some hate there towards us. Someone was trying to get it. Someone was trying to hack into it the other day. <laughs> get the password. It's fine. You stay out of there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You don't know us. You don't know us. Get away. Uh, and again, Brian uh, at at Brian Q. Miller, and also Cat uh, at Cat Stags, doing the phenomenal digital covers.
1: I wish I wish Perry had a Twitter. Uh, he doesn't, but um, David Macho is his is his agent for a bunch of those a bunch of those um, artists. So if anybody wants to like get you know words of praise or hate to Perry, then you can do it through at David Macho.
0: And they'll retweet it, and everybody will lurch on. What a just great thing. Um What about is Chris crisscross on on the Twitter?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. No, he's got, a form, he's I got
0: think, a form spring. He's got a form
1: spring. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that is, but he's got one of those.
0: I think you ask questions on the form spring.
1: Well, you can ask questions
0: on Twitter anyway. I don't I, but I think it's specifically built just to ask questions, not like, "Hey, I'm going to see the Dark Knight Rises. I had a form spring at one point. I think. Well, that's that's nice. This is more of Steve trying to connect to the listeners. Take us out to the soothing sounds of crisscross Cross, here. All right. And uh, now I was going to play some uh, Kelly Clarkson for us, if you want to cue oh, that up, wow, Steve. that's even better. We'll be good to go. That's yeah,
1: better. Just, just, just jam, just slow jam.
0: Steve's brother just got done uh, being on the, uh, the ABC show duets with Kelly Clarkson.
1: Oh, I, I remember. How did he do? I remember reading about that.
0: He, he came in second. He was the second place overall. Really proud of him. Did a great job. I think in our hearts, he's number one. He might have won if he had done sober. He might haunt <laughs> 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 Thanks again, Brian. And Thank, uh thanks guys. and we'll uh, we'll see you guys when Detective hits in August so here-
1: for having me. I apologize for not being a little more animated. I'm just, it's the end of a long week.
0: No, you 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 brought us I a lot. I apologize for not being more animated. <laughs> you should apologize for not being more animated. That's why, I did it. That's why I did it. I don't think we needed any more animation after the picture of the uh, burned out homeless people <laughs> at Lutheran.
1: <laughs> the only time they stop is to go amble <laughs> into town single file to go to the corn festival
0: like sand people. They always go sing your <laughs> the numbers.
1: They hide their numbers and then they go to the corn festival and then, you know, there's the Miss
0: Corn or whatever yep. thing. I think there's an episode in there. I and mean, it's all ch- chicka-chicka. I mean, it might be, you know, one of the, you know, like the second or third getting into the, the mid-season finale, but...